Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it's my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Logan Murray and Eric Moss, uh, managing partners of Fuelist Digital. Gentlemen, how are you this morning? Doing well. Thank you for having us. I'm doing great. Thanks, Alay. Thank you for joining the show. And you know, one of the things that you brought up in your work as SEO providers for law firms is typical SEO versus holistic SEO. And I've not heard of either of those two terms before. So what is typical SEO versus holistic SEO? Yeah, thank you. Um, imagine you're a business as large as Google. You're crawling billions of pages a day. Crawls uh, are ex- are an expense for Google. Google's a public company. They're looking to drive more value to its customers as well as its shareholders. Google's customers are your customers. Google's taking time to read or crawl a billion pages a day. It's a, it's a ton of resources. And in more recent days, we're seeing more extreme tactics from Google to conserve those resources. What Google considers ROI is the speed at which they can crawl your site, collect data, and determine if you're a value add to their customers. Holistic SEO focuses on the factors that contribute to providing the best experience to both Google and your customers. It's This is quality of content. This is the speed of your server. This is your hosting environment. This is your code, your images, your content, your user engagement. All these features together combine to create a holistic product that as an SEO, we have to make sure all those pieces are in line to deliver the best experience to Google, to return on investment to them. And with more value, you're less risk, you're less of a risk to Google and they want to share you. You know, like a typical SEO scenario that I think, you know, people are more commonly familiar with is, you know, I have a website already. I have done some PPC marketing or something else, you know, and it's time for me to try and find some organic traffic and they'll bolt it on as an end product. It's something that you think is an add-on after you've done these other steps. And to the point that Eric's making is like the holistic point of view is starting and looking at every single component and building like a foundation of work around your SEO strategy as opposed to it being like a bolt-on affair. This is so cool because, and it's it, you're right, because when I think of SEO, I think of Okay, well, we're going to send a, you know, we're going to have our team go out there and put in the right tags and make sure your listings are correct and, you know, do all of those things. I've never heard anyone mention, you know, there's another customer here. And that customer, by the way, is Google and they kind of hold all the cards. And so why not make your site as attractive to Google as possible? Because then they'll feature that site more. It's a really cool idea. How did you both come across that idea? Uh, I mean, we've been playing with this for, 15 years, we've kind of, we knew there were page speed was being focused on mobile first was a big thing they're pushing. When we really drilled down to they're crawling mobile first, we started to realize that, you know, Google's a business, they're focusing on efficiencies, they're using mobile crawls for efficiencies as a slim down resource. They're leaning more on structured data, they're putting more tools out for structured data. And they're putting more tools out for page speed. And so we put it together of, hey, look, mobile page speed is important. We've since had conversations with people who were former analytics people at Google. And we kind of put it all and we got the whole story really tied together in a nice bow of mobile page speed is 
you know, one of not, if not the most important factor in your site and your site speed and your site's delivery as a product. And that is really where we started tying this piece together and building a holistic strategy for our clients. That is really, really cool. And the idea of building it from the ground up so that it's really, really well suited for Google is, again, something I haven't heard before. So I'm so glad you're bringing this up. And I want to hear a little bit about um, the impact of how this helps your clients. But before I do that, I've got one question uh, for either of you, Logan or Eric, whoever wants to answer this. You know, every SEO organization I've ever talked to has success stories that they're happy to chat about. The question I have for both of you is, in your experience, what differentiates uh, law firms that have success with SEO versus law firms that don't get the results with their SEO? I mean, one of the biggest things, and this this kind of ties into who we choose to work with as well, it's really the lawyers or law firms that are hungry for success. Like it's, we view ourselves as partners of our clients, not just, you know, as their, as customers and providers. So, you know, it takes a lot of input from them. We need their writing. We need various tasks to be completed on their side in order for it to be successful. If if you think that this is just going to be something that you purchase and handle in the background and you don't have to interact with anybody, it's um, you're not going to be successful at it. Google can change their algorithm every month sometimes. So, and that's the you know practically in the entire reason that we have a job is because you have to stay on top of it, or somebody else is going to stay on top of it and move in. So you have to be willing to put in the work when we contact you and let you know that something has changed and now it's going in this direction. So like right now, Google My Business and reviews are a huge part of the algorithm and where they're ranking. So as soon as that occurred, we got on the phone and we sent out emails to all of our clients, like fill out your question and answers, call everybody you know and get who you can to give you a review because that's what's important. And it's very reactionary and you have to stay on top of it. So our best clients are always the squeaky wheels. Really, really cool. And I can expect there may be some eyebrows that are being raised as a result of that. So tell me, and, and it's just because whenever you talk to law firms about work, especially in this environment, they all, at least everyone I talk to, it seems to have more work than they can handle. So what is a typical, when you think about a client, a good client that works with you, what do they do with you all on a, whether it's a weekly or a monthly basis to really make their SEO into a success? It has to do a lot with fulfilling out the task present for them. So like we're very content heavy, obviously content's extremely important, but we're very quality focused over quantity. We're not requiring that our customers write like a blog post every week. We fulfill, you know, we send you a content brief. We tell you what we want in it, keywords to target, and you know, it might be 1500 to 2000 words, depending on where that particular keyword or phrase stacks up against your competition. And we want it to be better than that. So there's that. We like it when our customers also track their phone calls and this, they stay up on the business side of SEO and are able to provide feedback because it's an additional metric for us to know when Google's made a change, right? Nobody really knows when Google makes a change. Now there is crowdsourced data that we follow through SEO forums and other areas that give us an idea that something has happened. But if a client calls us up and it's like, hey, last week I was down five to 10 phone calls a day versus like the previous week, you know, is something up. And then then Eric and our SEO team is able to go in and, you know, reverse engineer sometimes what has happened or where the changes occurred and be able to make 
you know, that uh, make whatever adjustments we need to. And it's in those moments that we can often put some separation between us and the competition because we've reacted faster than another SEO or, you know, the foundation of the site we built was already more responsive to that change. Got it. And I love this idea of building a site from the ground up. So building that site from the ground up uh, so it works really well for Google, what does that typically entail? Um, pretty much every time we work with a customer, we have to design a new site for them. We've never been able to really take advantage of a lot of other existing sites. One of the worst things you can do is just buy an off-the-shelf theme and hope that you're going to rank because it's not going to work. So we only build you know, slim-down websites that are specifically focused on the contents and areas of practice that they do. Everything's custom. It's, um, you know, no animation, nothing, you know, no carousels of photos, things that are going to slow it down. We keep things very sleek and fast. And and Eric, I'll let Eric add a few few of the other technical aspects that, uh, that we like to put in there that people can watch out for themselves. Yeah. And just to highlight the carousel thing, you know, there's two issues. One is your user is reading that that hero image carousel at the top of your homepage and you have text and an image changing every two seconds. The thing is, is if they see something they like and they're not done reading it, the user is drawn is immediately going, well, wait, get me back to that place I just was. I want to see it. The other issue with that is how that loads. Sometimes it loads in a way that Google can't read. Google isn't going to crawl your JavaScript or your really technical coding. They want to crawl your raw HTML They want to crawl your easy to read, fast to crawl coding. They don't want to render anything. They want to just grab it and go. And so those sliders, those uh, carousels, they can add time to the page and they can hide what your keyword rich text that you have in those carousels are. And it's often a bummer when you say, see a client, they go, hey, I just paid to have this website done. It's gorgeous. I love this thing. And you go, and Google can't read it. Oh, man. That is brutal because I know you know a lot of uh, law firm marketing agencies are charging upwards of 10k a website, you know, pretty easily, and uh, those have to be some really interesting conversations. Yeah, we've uh, we've definitely been in the conversation of. I'm really sorry to bring this to you. I know the site is three weeks old. You got you got to change this. Wow, painful, hard message deliver not my favorite thing to do uh and it happens more frequently than i care to care to recall <laughs> you know but kudos to you to you both for bringing that up and having those tough conversations i know that's not easy to do especially with a new client or a prospective client and how does you know building the site from the ground up like you do where it's all customized how does that compare i'm going to take a different how does that compare to like a a site that an attorney gets when they purchase other, you know, SEOs from one of these big companies that kind of do the cookie cutter websites for attorneys. There's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things that happen there. The biggest thing is with some of these large sites is they're all the same site. That I don't know if, how that makes sense. There's there's some situations where they're literally the same site, the contents all the same, and they just block Google from going to that site. There's another situation with very name brand big box attorney sites i think we all know who i'm talking about where they're literally the same site this coding is the same the boxes have the same names and titles and you know it's one of those things where you know look they can optimize it quickly but if everything is the same how do you create a hierarchy to differentiate when you're ranking sites and i think that is a large concern um logan and i 
are a little bit of a fan of those companies because they're they struggled with results in a lot of ways and we like picking up clients from them i will say the transition between them to us can be can take a little bit of a toll on some clients there is a a three-month penalty-ish time frame and things have to kind of go right and we're very diligent about that but there can be a rocky transition generally the clients are happy because the savings are considerable and after those rocky months there are there's considerable upside but yes there is things to worry about when transitioning from that and those companies uh i think they do hold their customers to extensive contracts and it can be a little bit of an annoyance what are some signs uh, that you're both looking for that a law firm maybe isn't getting what they need out of their SEO or isn't getting what they deserve out of their, their SEO and they would be great clients for uh, for Fuelist Digital? If a law firm con- reaches out to us and says, hey, we have, we're not receiving calls. We just don't know what's going on with our calls or our phone's not ringing. We're not, you know, we're paying for SEO. This isn't happening. I mean, the firms that work with us for, you know, a year and I mean, everyone we work with stays with us for over a, over a year those firms are reporting eight to 12 phone calls a day. We have firms that get a hundred plus phone calls a day. They're very consumer facing. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't call us expecting a hundred phone calls a day, but there are firms that have a reasonable call volume. You know, if your phone's not ringing, you're not getting a couple calls a week. You're, you're, you, there's, there's issues. I think that's a big challenge that a lot of uh, SEOs run into is they're not checking with their clients about call volume. You know, analytics are great. You got 3,000 people to your, coming to your website a day or whatever the number is. But if your phone's not ringing, something's the matter. And at the end of the day, traffic that's not engaging with you, contacting you, calling you or whatever is a problem. And to add to that, you know, if if anyone was interested, you know, we can tell you likely what your issue is with a 15-minute phone call. I mean, again, this goes back to the discussion we were having around the foundation of your website. And if you don't have a reactive website, then that's going to be the first thing. If your website loads in more than four seconds, Google's just skipping it. It's not reading it. To enter the doorway to Google, to introduce them to their customers, you have to fit into their pricing model, essentially. So, you know, we look at so oftentimes we get somebody who's got a site that's like five years old or had somebody else design it and it might look really slick but it's extremely slow or you know they don't, their headings are screwed up they don't have the right content things that are like very obvious it's like you know you're not speaking to what it is you do therefore google doesn't know what you have your website is too slow therefore google does not crawl it like there's a lot of so many times it's the most basic issues that we run into first what's really great is when we get customers who have been in business a long time with a lot of content but are on an unoptimized site and then once we're able to begin working with them, you know, they might call us up and like my phone's stagnant. It hasn't been growing. It's just kind of sitting or I recently got caught out on an algorithm change and I'm getting no phone calls now. And then when we're able to transfer them over to a custom theme uh, and take, you know, just take all their co- existing content and even design and put it onto our theme. And then sometimes within three months, they're taking off because they've had all the right pieces in place. They've just been bottlenecked at Google's front door with a slow website. Got it. Got it. Very cool. So that that leads into um, I think the next concept that we want to talk about, which is this idea of a digital SWOT analysis. So for you attorney entrepreneurs, SWOT uh, SWOT analysis S W O T 
is it's a classic strategic planning tool used by businesses of all sizes. I use it with my clients all the time. It's part of our one-page strategic plan. But uh, Logan and Eric, you both have this uh, as a digital SWOT analysis. So tell us, tell us about what that is. Yeah, this is something that we have originally developed a product for like mergers and acquisitions companies is wanting to work with them and help them, you know, figure out how much money they're leaving on the table of a digital asset or e-commerce company that they're looking to acquire. But we're in the process of pivoting this over for larger law firms as well. It's we do a much smaller version of it for private practices or or solo guys. It's not necessary to do quite the deep dive, but for like a large law firm that might be in 10 different cities in the US and they might have different lawyers and different practice areas in each one of those cities, right? Because they're looking at it from more of a, a global or domestic level than they are necessarily like needing to have everybody regionally in the same in the same area. So, but we're able to instead of thinking of like your addressable market and the classic like Tam Sam Som where you're looking from a top-down approach of what you're what everything is available into hoping that I can get 1% of this market share, right? It's kind of that classic look where we are taking, you know, we will take the practice areas that you have and all the keywords associated with those attorneys in that geogra- in each geographic area of those 10 cities. And then we can start backing that up into all the available traffic for those practice areas you know, measured against what the average conversion rate of your website should be, and then turning that into ultimately, you know, what your, and you can tell us what your average case is for one of those as well. And we can roll up into a potential loss revenue number by not having an optimized website. If we can increase, you know, your traffic across all these uh, various keywords, you know, a couple thousand more visits, a day and you can get 1% of those to consert on your site, which is good for a typical lawyer. And, you know, and it takes 40 phone calls for you to get a case. Then we can ultimately back into how much money you're probably leaving on the table by not having an optimized site. And we can do that for each one of those geographic locations to figure out really, you know, where what's it's referred to as an SEO gap analysis on that end, but also a greater part of the SWOT analysis is looking at if you're leaving money on the table with different practice areas that you're not advertising in those areas, even if that lawyer maybe is not in that area. So there's a lot of different ways you can you can spin it, but it's look you know it's a lot harder number than the traditional SWOT analysis is because we're taking consumer level data and rolling it up into your business instead of taking it from the top down. That is really cool and sounds incredibly complicated. And I'm glad you're both doing that work and not me. Um, And as you can tell, attorney entrepreneurs, if you're listening, working with a quality SEO provider like Fuelist Digital takes time, right? It takes some of your time and some of your effort every week. Not a lot, but takes a little bit. And if you don't have the time to do that and you're thinking to yourself, oh my God, this sounds like a ton of work. I just, it just stresses me out just to hear about this. Um, maybe you need to offload some of your admin time. And one of the ways you can do that is uh, through uh, Get Staffed Up. They're a sponsor of the show. Uh, and they provide virtual assistance. They're created by attorneys for law firms. They've placed hundreds of admin assistants with firms across the country. They can provide those assistance at a fraction of the cost of you hiring one of them. So it's very cost-effective. They're part of your firm, so you get a high-quality result. Uh, and if you're interested in checking them out, 
You can go to getstaffedup.com slash lawyer business advantage and get $500 off your sign up. So you can free up your time. You can save yourself some money and uh, you can actually add a really great member to your team. So Logan, Eric, what are you both looking forward to over the next 12 to 18 months with Fuelist Digital? And we're really aggressively trying to add to our lawyers and CPAs um, just because we have such a solid business model results and uh, a really good formula for success in that area. But we're also wanting to go bigger and start working more in uh, mergers and acquisitions, as well as trying to break into larger law firms. I mean, we've worked, we've got tried and true formula for startup attorneys to you know middle size uh, firms, but we're you know through this digital SWOT analysis and other aspects, we're looking to break into larger law firms to help people have a more cohesive SEO strategy nationwide, as opposed to just taking a regional look. Awesome. And if people want to contact you, what's the best way for them to do that? Fuelistdigital.com is our website or Logan at Fuelist.com or Eric at Fuelist.com is the easiest way to get a hold of us. Terrific. Thank you both. And uh, you've both been awesome guests. Thank you for sharing all your insights. Really appreciate you both being a part of the show today. Thank you so much for having us on, LA. Thank you. That is Logan Murray and Eric Moss, Managing Partners of Fuelist Digital. That's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, We would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.